Welcome to the Mind Money Motion Program, where we focus on worrying less about money by keeping our mind and body healthy. I am your host, Marie Burns, a certified financial planner, speaker, author, and founder of the education business called Mind Money Motion. My discussions on this podcast will help you improve your mind by maintaining a positive outlook and active brain, or your money by learning to use your financial tools wisely, or your motion by incorporating healthy diet and exercise habits, all so you can enjoy less worry and more life. Hello, everyone. I'm Marie Burns, and in most of my podcasts, I'm the host, and I visit with a guest. But this year, in addition to that, just once a month, I'm going to be my own guest as I share with you the key messages of my first book, The Before Financial Checklist. I've actually written three books, The Before Financial Checklist, The After Financial Checklist, and The Getting Financially Organized Checklist. And we're actually consolidating all three of those into what the publisher calls a trilogy coming out soon on Amazon. So each month, I'm going to focus on one chapter of my book so that by the end of the year, we'll have completed the book together. So I invite you to follow along by getting my book, either the paperback version or the ebook available from Amazon by searching Itty Bitty Financial Checklist or Marie Burns Financial Checklist or going to my website, mindmoneymotion.com where you can find it under the resources tab. So what am I referring to when we say the before financial checklist? Well, this is the before something happens checklist, before you end up in the hospital or before you're gone. I wrote this checklist book, which is purse size, fits in your purse, uh, very short read, two pages per chapter, bullet point format, because everybody just usually wants to know, just cut to the chase and tell me what to do. So I wrote this book from a checklist that I've actually used in my financial planning practice called Focus Point Planning and based it on the checklist that I've used with clients for years in helping them to get financially organized so that they're ready before anything unexpected happens. It's really set up in three different sections. The first section, there's 15 chapters. I'm condensing them to be one chapter or one step per month. And the last three steps we're gonna consolidate in December. So we'll get through all of the chapters by the end of the year. But the first few chapters are all about getting organized. The next section is about doing the homework. Because once you're organized, we need to look a little bit closer at at what we have. And nine times out of 10, there's going to be homework that we need to do. And the last few chapters that will consolidate into one step is working with different types of advisors. So there's really three key messages throughout my book. And we'll reinforce this as we go through each step. But one key message that I really hope that women and people in general can really maybe have a mindset shift about, and that is that money is just another tool in life. 
we all have different tools that we use. When I hear the word tools, I think of my husband's toolbox. I'm not a fix it handyman guy like he is. <laughs> he grew up on a dairy farm and learned how to fix everything under the sun. Lucky me. But that's not my uh, area of expertise. When you think of the word tools, you might think of maybe you are an artist or a creator of some kind and you have painting tools, sculpting tools, some kind of crafting tools, woodworking tools. If you're like me, maybe you have kitchen tools. You like to cook or bake. I think most women, we all probably have tools we use first thing every morning, some kind of makeup or hair tools, right? So my point though is, if you think of whatever those tools are that you use in a hobby or daily life, I bet you don't get emotionally attached to those tools. If you have to make a decision about replacing something or using this versus that, there's probably not a lot of emotion and stress, right, in making those decisions. So my challenge to you throughout my book is to really try to think of money as just another one of those tools. It's a tool that is one more life skill we have to learn to use no matter who we are, where we are, what our profession is. It's, it's a skill and a tool that, that we need throughout our life. And the reason I say to think of it as a tool is because that helps you to remove the emotion from using the money. We tend, when we get emotional, it's, it's all about the brain, but we tend to get stuck in the emotional side of our brain. And that doesn't allow our logical side to really engage in our thinking and decision-making process. So the bottom line is you make a lot wiser financial decisions if you can keep emotion out of the process. And so by thinking of money as just another tool that you have to use to accomplish what are, whatever it is that's important to you in life, then hopefully the emotion won't kick in as much as it might otherwise. So money is just a tool. Trying to remove the emotion is one of my key themes throughout my book. As a certified financial planner and, and helping people with their money life for the past 20 years, that is something that uh, I can say we've all gone through different transitions in life and that usually means some emotion. So again, I'm, I'm here to help take that emotion out when I work with clients individually. But overall, I can say if we can help to train ourselves to remove the emotion, we'll make wiser decisions. So a second key message throughout my book is that getting financially organized is, is really the foundation for making wise financial decisions. And, and what do I mean by getting financially organized? It's really a matter of labeling things so that they're clearly found. If somebody needs to step in, it's logical as to where you, you left off and they can pick up to help you or to disperse things after you're gone. So in order to be organized, we need to not only be able to find things, but to know what it is we're finding. And a big part of that is to create an inventory of your money tools. So it's an asset list, or uh, you might call it a net worth statement. It's, it's a list of your assets and your liabilities. So what do you own and what do you owe? So that'll be part of our steps. And my last message with my books is that one of the best gifts you can give yourself and your family is this getting organized process. 
I kind of tease people, but it's true. If you ask yourself, do I want my family to thank me or to curse me after I'm gone or when I need help? Hopefully I know the answer to that. And one of the best ways uh, to have them thank you because it's a gift they don't even know that they need is to get things organized, including making a list. So let's get started, 12 months, 12 steps. And again, I'm combining the last three steps of the book into one and really trying to break this down because it's just like that old joke, how do you eat an elephant? Well, the answer is one bite at a time. So we're gonna take one step at a time to try to take out the overwhelm, trying to kind of declutter your finances maybe. So step one, chapter one in the book is basically to get organized. And I call it, get your ducks in a row. Remember, the more you do in advance, the easier it will be for you and or others during times of stress. So it might seem basic and you may have uh, the ability to check off some of these steps. Yep, already got that done. But I'm talking about having major filing sections identified. Whatever is your preferred method, whether it's using a filing cabinet, hanging files, a binder, uh, electronic on the computer, however you like to file your information about the various assets that you have, you wanna be sure that you're identifying the major categories. So in my book, for example, we talk about there's a debt category. And you may wanna subcategorize things down even further. Maybe you have a mortgage, so you want a mortgage file or a student loan or a credit card um, or a car loan. So making it even more broken down than that major category of debt. Health might be another category. And there again, subcategories, having a, a file or a tab electronically or, or otherwise for health. Breaking that down maybe to medical, dental, vision, whatever is pertinent to you that will make things easier to find in those subcategories. Insurance is another common one. You might have auto insurance, you might have life insurance, you might have long-term care insurance, you might have homeowner's insurance, you might have umbrella insurance. <laughs> so it's easier to find when it's broken out. And investments is another one of, there's, there's about 10 different categories I suggest in the book. And investments is another one that will help you keep things straight and find them easier if you break investments down to uh, maybe even the type of account. Maybe it's not just retirement, maybe it's IRA or where it is, the institution. Maybe it's a Fidelity IRA or a Vanguard Roth IRA or your Fidelity 401k. So subcategorizing is very helpful to break down those major categories uh, even further. And then of course, once we have things identified, major categories and subcategories, we need to be sure that we're filing things. Sometimes you, you may get things in the mail or on email and just kind of leave them. And, and once you get them labeled to subcategorize them out and keep up with that pile, once more uh, statements come in. If you're a digital person, Everplans is a website you might want to check out. I know that's something that I have used and shared with my clients in my focus point planning practice. It's a digital way to not only keep your files, you can upload things if you'd like, or at least identify where they can be found physically, uh, as well as to go through kind of a checklist of what your wishes are for care later in life or who your, your um, advisors are and their contact information. So everplans.com might be an option 
for you to look at if you're digitally inclined. And then, of course, my website, mindmoneymotion.com, has a variety of free checklists, downloads. I offer workshops periodically. I have blogs every month. Of course, my podcasts are touching on uh, this topic as well, in addition to my books. So I hope you find this series helpful. We'll keep it to about 10 to 15 minutes each month going through each step. So step one is organize. Get your ducks in a row. Get those filing systems in order and labeled so that you can find things easier. We'll look forward to talking again next month. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mind Money Motion, where we shared how to worry less about money by taking care of our mind and body. You can find this podcast, past episodes, and related tools and resources at mindmoneymotion.com or find us on Facebook. You can also check out this and other great podcasts at csuitenetwork.com. Please join us next time for Less Worry, More Life. I'm Marie Burns. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.